I'm so excited to get started with my show and thank you all for tuning in with me. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I have an introduction episode uploaded right before this one, but if you haven't gotten the chance to listen to it, basically it's just describing who I am, what this podcast is about, and the name behind my podcast name. And so basically a quick synopsis of that is, it's it's like this tweet that I read one time. And it said, my mind is like having multiple tabs open at once and music is coming from one tab and you don't know which tab it's coming from. And so basically, that's how my mind works. So I have a lot of tabs open. I have a lot of different things that I want to talk about. And so whichever tab is open on the day that I'm recording is what I'm going to be talking about. And so in this case... I'm focused on serial killers and psychopathy because of the conspiracies about a serial killer being loose in Atlanta. Also, I just want to note that I'm kind of just testing the waters right now, so I'm planning on having these episodes be from like 15 to 20 minutes, maybe up to 30 minutes, but it won't exceed 30 minutes, only because I know personally I wouldn't want to sit down and listen to a person talk to themselves for like an hour long i kind of just want people to just listen to me the whole way around so we're testing it right now i'm gonna see which one works best so yeah i'm finally done with all my summer classes you know i took like i think it's been a week since i finished a week a week and a half something like that but i'm finally done so i took the you know the time off to get a mental break from all the stress and worrying and work and all that and so you know now i've got my rest and i'm back on recording my little podcast so so excited but i did take a psychology class an introduction to psychology class for one of my summer classes and it was just so interesting like I didn't even feel like it was assigned work that I had to do I actually wanted to read the material even though all the tests and quizzes were like on Quizlet you know all the answers were online but I just really enjoyed reading the textbook because it was just so interesting and aside from my public health class it was less stressful And so it was kind of like what I would do in my free time. You know, it didn't, it really did not feel like work. And I think things like that, you know, you need to embrace as much as you can. I mean, I like my public health class. I learned a lot from there too, from that class as well. But it was just very stressful. Like the work, it was just so fast paced because it was a five week session, yada, yada. But yeah, in my psychology class, I learned a lot. And I had to write this essay on a psychopath who was also a serial killer. I'm pretty sure most people are familiar with Ed Jean. And now with conspiracies of all these killings happening in Atlanta with, you know, FBI coming in and stuff. It's just, 
it's just brought it all back to me like it was just like oh my gosh i learned about this you know and it hasn't been confirmed that it's a serial killer but i just want it to be known that a serial killer is someone that kills three or more people within a specific period of time and you know they kill them in a way that it was like just gruesome just pure gruesome so a psychopath is basically someone who doesn't feel empathy you know and they may act in reckless ways in antisocial ways they just lack any type of emotion and don't feel any guilt to like things that normal people would i don't want to say normal because like you know sometimes psychopathy is something that's genetic and so it actually causes reduced activity in your amygdala you know like the show um what's the disney movie inside inside and out inside out inside out yeah and so like you have the amygdala which is the red angry guy and that's the your amygdala is what enables your fear and aggression and so people that are considered a psychopath you know they have reduced activity in that area but antisocial and all that stuff can actually be genetic in a person which is why some people believe that psychopaths are born rather than made but it is important to know that you know some environmental factors you know the way you grow up and stuff like that actually does have like an influence on on you if you know you become a psychopath now psychopathy is not to be confused with someone who is considered psychotic or like a psychotic disorder such as schizophrenia because a psychotic disorder is someone who loses touch with reality like their mind is just it's just they don't know what's real and what's not and you know sometimes they feel like there's someone out to get them or whatever and so I remember I don't know if y'all watched Teen Wolf but oh my gosh that was the show and I just rewatched it with my sister like this is like our third time rewatching it and it's just such a good show so if y'all have not watched that please please get into it because it is such an amazing show one of the characters styles his mom actually had schizophrenia and he was just a little boy you know it was just it was so sad but he was just a little boy and you know his mom like every time he would enter the room she was in the hospital so every time he would enter the hospital room you know he she would always just say like oh my gosh he's out to get me he's trying to kill me and it was just so sad to watch because it was just like he just wants his mom to be okay you know but okay that's enough fangirling over the show <laughs> but definitely watch it i recommend it you know it's a great show you know re-watching shows that are like that are uh kind of older you know you watch it and like some of like the the special effects and stuff just look so bad you don't even realize it because like when you were younger it, it just looked so cool back then but like re-watching it it was just like this really is not good like cg cgi i think that's what it is cgi whatever and so yeah it's just funny re-watching shows that you just thought were so cool but i would still watch it anytime re-watch it anytime don't care but yeah so anyways we all know psychopathy is considered an antisocial personality disorder and usually it shows like patterns of um, manipulation and violence. But only 1% of the population are considered psychopaths and within that 1%, only the minority of psychopaths are actually people who participate in criminal behavior. And so majority of people that have, you know, are considered to be to to have psychopath 
traits or whatever you know they're able to actually resist participating in criminal behavior and they actually like get into jobs where they can talk a lot you know talk to a lot of people so like being able to resist those types of behaviors have actually been you know something that they have to deal with but it is mostly the majority of people considered to be psychopathic so yeah now we all know people like Ted Bundy okay everyone knows Ted Bundy there's movies on him you know and he's just he has like this charm right and that's like one of the characteristics of them of a psychopath you know superficial charm he was just able to like reel in all these women and then just do what he did to them like it's just like it could literally be anyone and you wouldn't know like they just they act so good but it's not even acting like it's just them their personality because it's a personality trait right psychopathy is a personality trait and so it's just really how they are and it's just like the way they think it's so cool to me but obviously you know it's bad or whatever like what they end up doing you know the bad ones it's just so wild to me but i haven't really heard of like a woman psychopath like i don't know i haven't read about one i haven't heard people talk about one psychopathy is more prevalent in men than it is women so i'm pretty sure there are women psychopaths but if there are i just i don't know i don't know about them so but anyways i did an essay on ed gene like i told y'all previously and he was also a serial killer because he killed three more than three you know women and so it's crazy because always women that they end up killing you know but ed gene had like mommy issues you know his mom never really let him hang out with people from his school and she just didn't want him interacting with people which kind of played into his antisocial behavior and so he was also more on the feminine side so he did get bullied at school and you know that obviously did not do him well but he he would skin human corpses and like he would make their their skin into clothes and he would wear them and so i don't know if it was before or after his mom died but you know when his mom got sick he took care of her you know he just wanted to feel like a little bit of affection from her but he never got it and so he considered his mom like his one true love i don't know if it was like in a romantic way but you know she was like the only person that he would talk to and the only person like he was around so he did consider her to be his one true love and so after his mom died you know he would steal women's bodies from like the graveyard that were already dead and he would you know skin them do all that and he would also go out and kill other women to to you know do the same thing and he would dress himself up to remind himself as his mom i guess or something like that just to like recreate a version of her because he just missed her so much and i don't know if i'm mistaken or not but i feel like he would skin the faces as well and wear them but don't don't quote me on that that's just i think i read that i'm not completely sure but you know he was shy he was quiet he was socially awkward so 
those are all traits that fit under psychopathy. An interesting thing that I learned while writing my essay on Ed Jean was a question that I had to respond to, which was kind of along the lines of, are there any specific traits that are only found in psychopathic people versus non-psychopathic people? And the answer was no, because non-psychopathic people can hold some psychopathic traits some are just larger and lesser in certain people for example lack of guilt is something that is associated with psychopathic people and so let's say for instance you cheated on your significant other right you cheated and let's say you got the girl pregnant right and let's say you don't feel no type of remorse you don't feel bad at all you know your girl found out she's crying in front of your face and you're just like i don't care right that's the first example that i could think of right if you lack that emotion of guilt you know you're showing psychopathic traits so now we ask the question are we all a little psychopathic to answer this question i want you to think of a time where you did something you said something or you like completely disregarded how other people would feel and with that you lacked any type of empathy you lacked any type of guilt and just sit there with it and then you can answer that question if you're a little psychopathic the first known psychopath and serial killer is who intrigued me the most just because of how smart he was with how he killed people like it was just so genius to me in the way psychopaths think is just is beyond me like i i can't even begin to understand it but he was just so smart okay i'm pretty sure everyone or most people are familiar with hh holmes and basically his story he bought like an empty lot and he had this design in mind and so he built a three-story i think a three-story hotel and as construction workers were building his creation for his hotel he would occasionally fire and rehire different construction workers just so that nobody would really know what he was building right oh my gosh he was just like he literally thought out every key component to this design i think most people called his hotel like the castle but it ended up you know being known as the murder castle afterwards and so he made himself seem like really wealthy so all of the employees the hotel guests and um i think he had like multiple wives and fiancés and stuff like that and so basically if you wanted to be a guest in the hotel or like work for the hotel or like become his wife you were required to have life insurance right Oh my gosh you were required to have life insurance y'all it just gets so much better like i'm getting excited just thinking about it but anyways yeah they're required to have life insurance and he would pay for their life insurance as long as he was listed as their beneficiary right and so that's what everyone that went into that hotel ended up doing basically the layout of this hotel he would have trapdoors, peepholes, stairways that led nowhere, and gas line pipes inside the doors and stuff. All the rooms were soundproof, and he had like a a parachute, not a parachute, like a chute that led to like the basement. So like you know when you would throw your trash down and those those things against the wall, you push it open, you throw your trash in. 
and it sends it to like a dumpster or whatever and so basically that chute led to the basement and so you know he had these little trap doors and stuff and that's how he would easily kill all the people you know if he if he wanted to like gas them you know those gas lines that led into the rooms would easily kill someone he pulls their body their dead body and he sends it down the chute he sends it down the chute into the basement and that was basically like his lab area i guess where he would do the wildest things like dissect people and just you know just mutilate their bodies and it was it's really gruesome to think about but the whole concept of his hotel was just so cool most people that were outside of the hotel would say that they would see people come in but would never see anyone come back out and so it's crazy because you know listed as the beneficiary on his on all the people's life insurance he would get all that money i'm pretty sure i think that's what that means he was like a big insurance scam person and so it was just so cool because you know listed as all their beneficiaries he would get all the money like after they die right and it's just so crazy because it's just so smart you know like obviously it's a terrible thing but it's just so genius in a way like hh home story just is so fascinating like i definitely recommend that y'all really look into it in depth because it's so crazy like it's just so smart oh my gosh it's so genius now relating all that back to what made me want to talk about psychopathy and serial killers in the first place is the killings happening in atlanta so if you live in the area of atlanta or georgia in general then you've most likely heard about all the killings and bodies being found in the area mostly surrounding around atlanta and so for instance there's the one in piedmont park where a 40 year old woman was found dead along with her dog who tried to you know defend her and stuff but ended up dying in the process so sad and it was confirmed that you know she was stabbed multiple times and that's one what did i tell y'all before okay serial killers are three or more killers three or more killings so that goes one the second one was in gwinnett county where an 18 year old woman body was found and she had a gunshot wound so they're not the same type of killings but you know that's two and it's still in the surrounding area and it kind of happened it wasn't that far from each other i don't think like it was pretty pretty close together and so that's two now three there was a body found in the woods in norcross but i don't think it was confirmed that it was a woman's body you know we have like very different killings and gender clearly isn't a factor here there was another one that happened that was three okay this is four there was another one that happened in south fulton county where a burned body of someone who was identified as a missing person was found right and so that's really sad like she was identified as a missing person so that's that's four killings y'all we're at four so we already exceeded the three to label someone as a serial killer okay but no it doesn't end there there's a fifth one in stockbridge where two sets of human remains were found near a grocery store so two sets that makes it six not even five that makes it six bodies were found the reason people were even saying that you know it's a serial killer is because the fbi got involved right and so usually when the fbi gets involved it's usually to be for a serial killer case right they usually come in to help and you know do that but 
I think in this case, or at least what the police are, you know, telling us is that, you know, in some cases, you know, the FBI does come in, but it doesn't always have to be because of a serial killer case. It could be because, you know, they just want to help create a criminal profile for their killer. And so that could be, you know, why they're there. Because if you look at it, okay, we have six bodies, none of which are killed in the same way, right? And it's not really towards a specific gender because the one in Norcross wasn't a woman's body, right? So is it really a serial killer on the loose? I don't know. But then the other side of me is thinking, okay, if it is a serial killer on the loose, maybe they're just trying to be smart. You know, they're not trying to kill anyone in the same way. They're not trying to narrow it down to just one gender. So it's harder for them to find the person. So I guess we'll have to wait and see for what's being let out because those are just my thoughts on what's happening out there. So yeah, this story is what brought up the whole conversation for today. So thank you all for listening. You know, this was really fun. I got really excited talking about this. I hope you all enjoyed today's episodes and I'll see y'all next time.